It is February the 3rd. I am Ty Worsham, and I am going to introduce the host of Loose Screws tonight. That is the only person in the clan, in the clan, in the squadron, to have achieved quad elite. Getting elite is an accomplishment. Getting double elite makes you, I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. Getting triple elite, I would say at that point, you're you're a professional uh, elite dangerous player. But getting quad elite is unheard of. You're shortchanging me, buddy. Why is that? I'm actually hexa elite. I've got six elites. Ugh. Okay, I'm fucking done. It's Jig. <laughs> and, and you probably should have given the year on the on the February third because yeah, February third, two thousand twenty-two. Well, we haven't heard your voice in this year yet. You haven't been on here in a few months, I don't think. So has people it, might have thought that long? that we uploaded, you know, an episode from two years ago or or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. That's true. That's very true. So thanks for uh, the, the the kind kind intro. Um, yep, as Ty said, it is February third, twenty twenty two, and I was gonna do this whole and we got a special treat for all of you and introduce everybody else and then do you last. But now you went first, so dude, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go around the room here real quick. Let's talk about what's been happening the last the last well since the last time anybody was on the show i think two of the guys here were here last week one of you has not been so let's 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 go with good old uh, the creator and founder and the asshole who roped me into doing this show like a year and a half ago now it's been that freaking long um ty ty worsham commander ty Tierval, whatever you want to do. We still, every time we do an event in game, we're in private server Tierval. So <laughs> you're, you're always with us, buddy. Uh, what's What's been happening? What's shaking? Oh, man, just working, really. And just, uh, I got roped into uh, running an, my own little ARC server because a couple of friends from work talked me into it. So I've been doing that. I've been pl- I've actually been playing Elite a fair amount here lately. I say a fair amount, but I had a joystick die that I had to get replaced, and I just got that back. So, or rather, it's just been shipped back. So I should get it back in the next few days. But uh, one of your verbals? Yeah. What yeah. happened? I don't know. It just uh, like the left, like yeah, the left uh, control trigger. It just stopped working. Like it, the the inside of it just like just went flimsy, for lack of a better way to put it. Huh, and it weird. wasn't firing. I know. Yeah, see, uh, I've, I, I've broken two yaw springs. They just sent me springs. I could have sent it back to them, but they said, if you feel comfortable taking it apart, we'll just send you the springs. And I'm like, send me the springs. So I've yeah. done that, and I actually broke a spring in the base here about a week and a half ago. Oh, wow. I, I had to put in the only replacement spring I had was the stronger spring. So I've been kind of getting used to that. I've been doing like that. The old Sly Stallone movie over the top where he's an arm wrestler. I've been building up my bicep because this stronger spring is pretty freaking tough <laughs> to be to be doing my role on. But I yeah, I was curious what else might have gone wrong with them. Sorry to hear that. But go on. Anyway, so um that was that's kind of been about it. But uh that's supposed to be back I think Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So when that gets back I'll be uh playing a little more. Um I've I've recently or developed a great fun of playing with uh, the Mamba. I hate, but I just hate to say it. Um, Mamba's a good ship, man. Yeah, man. You know, I've kind of I've kind of gotten where I like it. It's it's not my vet. You know, it's not my vet. But it's no Phantom. They 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 won't rip that stupid ass icon off the front of it. So you know. <laughs> yeah, they still have not fixed that for you. I do want to say though that uh the recent last couple of patches that they've done they've kind of they have fixed the majority of the vets paint jobs to where they look just about like they were before or my memory is getting old or bad to where I'm letting it go one I'd of the go, two. I'd I'd go call them B 
I definitely yeah. guess that it's column B. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had Tesnick going nuts about his uh, Phantom, his midnight black paint job looking more like uh, 4 a.m. gray. It's it's just not as black as he would like it, but that's, I don't know, a lot of things in Elite are that way. Yeah. Um, I actually came on here, I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about. One was your quad Elite, but... Um, we can we can discuss the other two after after you introduce everybody else. So, so that's, okay. that's all I got. Okay, well let's move on. Uh, Commander Lieutenant Commander Data is also here. What have you been up hey, to? Hey, good evening, everybody. Good to see you, Ty. Yeah. Congrats, Chig. That's awesome. You. You finally, finally got it. Are you going to go through all the stats and everything? Are you going to talk about this? Yeah. Yeah, discussion topic later okay. on. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a whole CQC thing that hopefully okay. you guys can can weigh in on a little bit but yeah i'm I'm gonna go over the good the bad and the ugly of cqc and you know what i think would make good so you know uh ways of fixing some of the problems with cqc so okay yeah i'm, I'm doing good uh in real life waiting on this uh when then the next winter apocalypse to hit the i guess the midwest and eastern u.s see tracks got some ice earlier today just rain, rain for me right now. But uh, playing through a ground combat zone right now in one of our BGS systems. So I've been contributing to that effort, to that war, and also building my factory in Satisfactory. Right on. Yeah. Right on. You've been, I, I bought the game, I jumped in, built a couple things, you know, getting a feel for it. I don't know, I smacked something that looked like a, combination between a warthog and a wolf i have no idea i beat it to oh, death yeah. I, then i got like some carapace off of it or something i didn't think it looked like a bug but it is what it is that i just yeah uh-huh. but I'll, I'll i'll definitely be putting some more time into that now that i've freed myself up from the cqc grind <laughs> nice yeah yeah it's a lot of fun um so i guess i me i've been you guys heard that part cqc finishing off that grind i mean i I knocked out like 30,000 plus experience the last four or five days of it. I got to thank uh, Dio. I got to thank Subsonic Slug. I got to thank uh, Tesnik jumped in there. Data jumped in there. Trax jumped in there. Uh, I think even Lark was in there for a little bit. I, I'm going to forget a lot of the Crash Harper was in there. Uh, Crash Harper. <clears throat> Crash is always there. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we definitely, I definitely had help from the squad to get in there and do it. And it wasn't, well, it kind of was me farming them, but it wasn't like them letting me kill them. We we were playing legit, yeah. legit straight up. Um, but it was it was it was awesome to do it. Uh, I think the official kill that pushed me into elite goes to Commander Lieutenant Commander Data. Uh, it was it was trying to keep track, and right on the last kill when I killed him. Uh, an assist popped in there too. So I don't know if it was the assist that pushed me into the win or if it was killing data that did, but I'm giving data the credit for being the, the kill that pushed, it was an me honor, into, sir. Uh, pushed me into elite CQC. I'll go over all the numbers of that ridiculous grind after uh, we talked to our good buddy Nurgle, who just got back. He's having uh, thunderstorm issues in his area and his power went out came back it looks like i hope he's here because he's gonna do his intro and then he's gonna slide right into squad update maybe he must still be having uh, issues well i've just been during the bgs you buy that is that a good nurgle impression kind of you got to talk about pens and being old yeah oh pens oh oh, oh. I put all my pens on a string because I can't bend over and pick stuff up without throwing my pack out, you see? <laughs> that That's my Nurgle. That's all I got. He's he's trying to talk, but he can't right now. I know. Something's <laughs> going wacky. Uh, hey! There oh, we go. dear God. All right. What what What's shaking, my man? Remind me never to talk bad about thunderstorms again. Because <laughs> I was... A, uh, UPS. Battery backup. Well, yeah, well, the UPS doesn't work when when everything goes down. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I don't have a here. 
I, I was giving you, I was saying, I was sending it over to you to hear an update of what's been happening with you in real life and in game. <laughs> and then you get to go straight into squad update, which means you got to make your own squad update sound when you transition from what you're doing in game to what the squad's doing in game. Uh, yep. Okay, so power out, big storm, back online now. Yay, we'll see how long this lasts. Uh, what I've been doing in game and the squad update are the same thing war. And I'm just going to leave it at that. What's because, it good for? Uh, shooting the pew pews. We have war in Lambda Andromeda. All the details are in the standing orders post. And that's really all that is going on right now because that is all that is important. War. Well, all right. I guess uh, from there, let's, uh, let's uh, put in... Uh, Bard's Galnet, he recorded one for us again. Uh, since he keeps track of all this stuff, I did see he had a lot of stuff in Bard's uh, lore channel uh, this week. And I, I'm i going to be honest, I haven't been able to keep up with all that. I've been uh, getting caught up on some work stuff and really starting to crank on some personal issues with that. So reading everything in the Discord, I've got some catching up to do when I lay in bed tonight. But uh, right now we are going to... Um, I'm going to type in recording channel that Bard's thing is going in now. So tracks, our amazing sound engineer will, um, put it in. Um, all right, here it goes. Welcome aboard the Tenhadium Express. Warm towels or pillows are available upon request. Should you request a towel, please make your way to the cabins on deck A. If you request a pillow, please make your way to the cabins on deck B. And for those that decline either, please make your way to the cabins on deck C. We begin our week of Galnet review with a wart of Riort on January 27th. Riort Mining wages war with Sirius Corporation, beginning a week-long community goal. From there, we go to starports for the Colonia Bridge, require more minerals on January 28th. Five starports have been built, but a surprise fourth phase community goal is scheduled for February 10th to complete station services. And from there, we go to January 31st, where Aegis is worried Grandpa is still alive. Logs from the Alexandria were reviewed by Aegis and warn that Azimuth is up to no good. From there, we go to February 1st, where ACT is acting out. Despite the Empire's request, ACT will investigate Imperial Intelligence. Uh, the CG for Series Corp versus Reort Mining did wrap up on January 29th with Reort Mining winning by a landslide victory. And a community goal prediction for tomorrow, I don't think there will be one. Nothing really matched up with what I look for in uh, community goal predictions. However, I do think there will be a major story element uh, regarding the Emperor starting tomorrow. We may be going on a search, or as others have suggested, there could be some sort of decoding thing going on, but we don't know. But that's just my guess. We will uh, find out what happens. All right, y'all have a good one. All right, so now we're moving on with the show. Now, Ty, you said that you had some things that you wanted to talk about. Do you want to get into that a little bit, or should we get into dev news first? Well, um, so the, <clears throat> the biggest two things I wanted to talk about was one, because it kind of ties into dev news, as, and maybe I've missed it somewhere. Has Frontier said anything at all about the console version of Odyssey? No. That's not let's a word. That, yeah, let's let's just kick that pig right now. They have not said shit about shit since they went on christmas break back in the middle of december it's been almost entire exactly some patch notes from sally and i think uh zach had one post uh but basically talking about the patch notes but we've received no i mean i don't is is arf still alive is he i haven't seen or heard anything we don't know anything no updates no no streams they're not even doing their Mm little fluff pieces so mm-hmm. i i have no idea what's going on yeah i think well, in the last patch notes for the 10.2 hot fix or whatever it was i think sally mentioned something about and there's a lot going on behind the scenes so it's kept us busy from 
pushed in things. That's all I've seen. Well, um, the thing that, that kind of concerns me about that, um, so, okay, you guys, and this kind of ties into something else, the other stuff that's going on, okay? Um, we know that uh, Microsoft did a great big purchase recently, and Sony did a large purchase, but not as big purchase recently. And this is kind of the time of year when a lot of studio, when a lot of companies kind of start buying other companies. But right before those two purchases, Bungie and Activision kind of went dark. And I'm kind of curious. Now, I know Activision has some other stuff going on, but I'm kind of curious if there's some company looking at Frontier or if there's a purchase happening and maybe it's possible that they're looking at, well, we're going to make Odyssey and Xbox exclusive or Sony exclusive. Could do do we think maybe that could be happening? Because that that crossed my mind. I mean, I I think it's it's always possible they're going to get bought out. I don't want to read too much into silence around the holidays, though. Well, and I and I don't think I think the age of exclusivity is I don't want to say over, but we've moved into an era now where cross platform is more important than exclusivity. Yeah, it's not it's not dead but it's definitely on light support life support yeah. I, yeah. I i don't see it and but then also to say you know a break around the holidays we're into february now i mean you know yeah. you'd go a week into january two weeks into january i i'll let you say around the holidays you get into february we're in yeah i mean we're up yeah. over a month into the new year well well let's, in, so in let's, that, let's not forget in go that ahead. month we have had you know, patch 10 and two hot fixes for it come out. Yeah, they haven't communicated with us, but it is clear that they are still working on the game. But the patch yeah. was promised to come out in January and they did sneak that in and we wouldn't need hot fa- pa- hot fixes if they hadn't fucked up the patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we can we take a moment well, to just state that those are not hot patches, hot fixes. Hot fixes happen without downtime. Those were just quick patches, quick turnarounds. They were not hot fixes. <laughs> and Dan yeah. aside. Well, and, and so let's not forget that the original Odyssey release date uh, was March, was it not? Mm, May. Uh, that was the alpha. May, was the yeah, alpha. May. Yeah. Was it May? Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I May 19th, March. I think. Yeah. So right. we're we're really not too far away from a year of Odyssey and it, it not being on the console. No real talk about it of it even coming to the console. Yeah, yeah, all that they say every time as soon as we have news, we'll let you know. And most of us yeah. have been on the speculation wagon that it's it's all a performance issue with the issues that they have. Also, being able to work on last gen consoles, there, there's just no way Odyssey. No chance Odyssey would run smoothly. And I just want to let yeah. everybody know, too, Hate snuck in here. You heard his voice pop in there uh, briefly, so uh, that that's what happened. He snuck in here. So let's have him say hi real quick. What's up, Hate? Hello, everybody. This is the sound of my voice. And what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, I've finally gone back to work, and we actually have parts now, which Yay. is a problem we shouldn't have had. And then we ran out of parts yesterday, so I could come home before the weather. Uh, and for the most part, my my commute back home was without fault until I got out of sight of uh, city limits, and then it was spooky. Uh, well, so spooky. I, I, I need tires for my car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, re- re- retread the ones you have. That'll fix it. Yeah, just take a Dremel and carve into your tires. It works perfect. Nobody do that. I don't want to get sued because somebody goes and kills themselves. You run you run electric current through a wire and wrap it around the, the tire. Isn't that what the truckers the truckers do? Oh my god. No. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Ty. Interrupted you there. I'll let you get back on your thing if you have any other qu- let you get back on your train of thought. I know I probably derailed the hell out of it. Well, it, so so anyway, the, the console thing is or the lack of communication about the console thing is very concerning to me and if I was a console player, I, I mean, I, it's just weird. It's really weird that we haven't had any information about that. I mean, we're in the, just like, just like Nurgle said, we're in February at this point. So 
we're 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 past holiday season. I mean, yesterday was Groundhog Day, so uh, I don't know why at this point. Why why don't they just say it? It's Odyssey is not going to come to last gen consoles, but it will be available for purchase on current gen consoles. Yeah, you know, there's got to be some. You got to think about it for a minute because there's got to be a a pre-order thing tied in there that if that happens, they're going to have to refund, which means they're going to lose a crap ton of money. Yeah, there was no pre-order on consoles. Yeah, they didn't allow pre-order on consoles, did they? No, no, they did not. Oh, I did not realize that. Okay, they did not. Remember the whole fiasco when they announced uh, pre-orders and stuff, and they said PC can do pre-orders console pre-order was not available yet and then they did the pre-orders and then it was like a few weeks after that that they announced oh we're actually going to be delaying release of odyssey another few months and we're delaying console indefinitely like after they did pre-sales which really that's i have not spent a penny on arcs since that debacle, because I felt it was nope. very, very dishonest of them to do that. So I yep. I just, I feel bad for console people. I mean, we give console players a hard time with the, you know, consoles, am I right thing? I don't know why Trex hates consoles so much, but uh, we just, uh, you know, we give them a hard time. But I, I feel bad if you love this game and you play on console. I mean, we've had Scotty, you know, transitioning his way onto PC. We've had... Uh, uh, Rick Dalton, trans, you know, he went from uh, a heavy console player. I mean, one of our top BGS contributors, and now he's, you know, working his way on the PC. I mean, it, yep. I, I almost feel sh- like it's a shitty move by FDev because these people would have just stayed playing their console if they hadn't gotten screwed out of this. But they just love the game so much they want to continue to progress in it. And mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know about Scotty, but I know. Rick Dalton not only transitioned from Xbox to PC, he went out and bought a PC so he could do that. <laughs> at a really bad time, it had a really bad time to buy a PC. So, so, so FDev, that's how much he loves your game. He bought a computer he would not otherwise have bought just to play your game. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about in. I've kind of been getting my thoughts together on this for quite a while. And I've actually had a few people message me and ask me what I thought about it uh, is the Microsoft buying Activision. And, um, and and I, I want to be clear for just a minute. This is, this is one of those purchases that in 10 years, we're going to look back at industry or as and we're going to look back and we're going to say, this is when it changed. Because you feel that confident about that? Yeah, I really do. This is this is not uh, this is not uh, Microsoft buying a game studio. All right. At this point, Microsoft now owns Halo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft. uh, What am I forgetting here? Diablo, (sighs) Overwatch. Overwatch. I'm forgetting something. There's no one. Everything Cinemax had because that was still recently as well. Yep. Um, uh, Doom and Elder Scrolls. Those are the. If you go back and look at the last ten years of games, those games are the largest selling games in history, and Microsoft owns all of them. All right. Well, now, yeah, you, you, I mean, you got to throw in Rockstar, like Grand Theft Auto. There's a few, one or two here or there, but by and large, those six, if you go year after year, they're they're in the top one, two or three. And I, I I'm a firm believer that I I don't know how it will change. Uh, from from a gamer's perspective, the way Blizzard is right now and the the garbage they've been producing. I think it can only be good because Microsoft will keep throwing money at something until they get until they get it to work. So they won't just abandon something. So um, at least not typically. There's exceptions, of course, but um, I think it can only help the games that they make, where they throw more money at it and more programmers at it, and more developers at it. I think I think it can only help. Um, plus. 
Microsoft doesn't have a whole lot of, of uh, bullshit for garbage products. I know everybody hates this or that from Microsoft, but on the whole, they do a pretty damn good job. So um, I think that uh, it will only help the games. But I don't know what that will mean from a industry perspective because it's kind of like Disney owning all these things. Is this going to help us or hurt us in the long run? Now, Disney owning Marvel and Star Wars and all the other things they own, honestly, has really only helped Marvel and Star Wars and all the other things they own. They they helped each other, but they were smart enough to kind of leave it alone and let it just let the people running it keep running it and do well with it. Exception of Star Wars, they kicked in the door and said, no, we're going to make the Mandalorian and make it right. And I don't know what the kind of garbage y'all made here, but we're going to make it right. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you, you made a couple arguments there. One, you know, Microsoft, you know, doesn't do crap per se. I mean, pe- yeah, obviously people bitch about different things. But let's say we had heard Microsoft just bought Frontier. I think I'd have been doing cartwheels. I mean, yeah. I, I would have I would have been ecstatic by it. So if you're a fan of Blizzard Activision games, you should be excited by this news, especially with the dumpster fire that both of those companies have become in recent years. I I think that this is is a great thing for those companies. Is that going to be a great thing for consumers? Star Wars doubt I can't do it anymore I mean I've watched every Star Wars thing ever but like episode 9 was the first Star Wars movie in my life from episode 4 you know in 1977 until you know through episode 8 and all the movies in between I've seen all of it in the theater I did not see episode 9 in the theater because I was getting sick because I hated episode 8 so much and then I watched The Mandalorian I've got an unpopular opinion. I'm not a huge fan of it. I just thought he was too dumb to be alive. Baby Yoda was cute, but without the Mandalorian armor, he would have died so many times because he was just dumb. But I'm not even watching the Book of Boba Fett. I just don't, I can't, there's, they've milked it dry. And the same thing with Marvel. I love all the Marvel movies, you know, all the way through Endgame. And then I watched the Loki series and I watched the, what was the one with, Scarlet Witch and Vision. WandaVision. Yeah. I watched that one too. And I, I enjoyed both of them. They were entertaining. But then, you know, uh Black Widow came out and the Winter Soldier one came out and uh Hawkeye one came out and all of these and I, I just I, I can't watch any of it anymore. I've just I've and that's my fear is all of a sudden we're gonna have, you know, 15 different versions of war with a world of Warcraft hitting the scene, and you know, they're gonna milk everything you know, dry super quickly and but we're going to die of fatigue. It's the most recent uh, iteration of that, the battle royale subgenre or whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a World of Warcraft battle royale. <laughs> battle royal. <laughs> well, you had PUBG, Fortnite, what uh, yeah. Call of Duty has, has one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Only the future would tell. I don't know. I mean, you're saying that we'll look back at this moment, you know, five years from now and be like, you know, that that's when things changed. I don't know. I, when I, I saw Stadia first being advertised, I'm like, oh, this is when it changed. You know, they were advertising, you know, the, you know, super low latency and everything else. And it seemed like, oh, my God, won't have to own a, a $2,500 PC anymore. I'll be able to just play from any device, you know, but that didn't shake out either. So I, I just don't know. I, I'm tired of getting excited. Show me. Well, the, the, the difference with the Stadia, though, is that was a that was a Google thing. And, and like Google has a long history of starting something and then stopping it because <laughs> it doesn't meet whatever bar they were setting at it for within the first year or so. Yeah, they're and, far better at buying somebody else's product and yeah. giving it a try. I mean, and that was kind of set up to fail because there was no games on it, and then you have to you had to pay for the subscription and you had to buy the games. 
So, and, and let's yeah. not forget that the games were, I, correct me if I'm wrong, they were like $5 more expensive, $10 more expensive, something, something like, like yeah, that. It, it was not because, set up well. Yeah, I, I don't, and you get nothing, you don't even get to install the game physically. Like if they were like, okay, we'll give you a Steam key and we'll give you the game. Yeah, but all, we'll that came up, all that came up after the initial, uh, you know, when they're up on stage showing this new awesome thing, all mm-hmm. of that. All that the minutia came up after the fact. We're all some game pricing and stuff. When they were up on stage, they were making it sound like you'd be able to get any game you wanted, and it's going to work, you know, so good. You know, there was there was a lot of hype and promises, but they had it worked. It, it's like they didn't even bother to talk to a single developer about their product. It was nuts. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and make a bold prediction about the Activision thing. You ready? Go for it. I think that Microsoft buying Activision like that. I think that this could be, I think whatever the name of the Xbox is right now, I think that's their last console. I think, I, I think they're going to get out of the hardware business and they're, they're going to have, I mean, whatever, I mean, within, within days of buying the, uh, 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 whenever the sale goes through within days, there will be an Xbox version of, of World of Warcraft because that thing generates money. But, and they're going to keep making the current Xbox, but they're not going to develop another one. What well, they're going to do is, okay, go they're basically going to yeah. say, like, like, because the Xbox already kind of is, you know, it is a, a PC. PC. It's a PC now, yeah. Right. I think they're basically going to, they're not going to call it an Xbox anymore. They're just going to call it, I mean, they may, they may still call it Xbox, but it's not going to be like this dedicated thing. It'll basically be like a home PC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'll have, you, you'll have Windows on it. You can, uh, install it, do all the normal stuff with it, but you'll have a game mode where you can fire up Xbox and do your Xbox Live, but it won't be like a like a real hardcore. This is what all the hardware is. It'll be a I don't know how to put it. It'll 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 be a little more fluid as far as the hardware goes. It'll so be an yeah. Xbox branded PC. Is what yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have Game Pass, which has been game changing, pun intended, I guess, and they've got. Or you think they're going to start pushing the uh, cloud gaming more? Because they have a cloud gaming service where you can play Xbox games on other devices. See, the the, the problem with the one thing that Microsoft realizes, um, because they realize this even with their business partners, is that not everybody has good internet. And that's something that Google like with Stadia, was just like, everybody's got good internet. No, we don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, the vast majority of the world does not, by the way. Um, but Microsoft realizes this because they still have ways that you can get security updates for windows on a USB drive. Like you can, you can put a request to them and they will actually, they'll actually send it to you by mail. If you, if you need that. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of cool that they still do stuff like that. Um, so Microsoft from a business point of view still realizes that they're a large portion of their, player base, a large portion of their uh, consumers don't have good internet. Now, will they go to a situation where it's like uh, they want they want more people to use it? Absolutely, they want, they want more people to use it because it's cheaper for them. But I don't think that will be something that they, you know, full-blown Stadia go all into. At, at some point, they might, like when we're on Starlink version four and you know, it's, it actually works the way it's supposed to work. And, you know, Elon Musk is, you know, we're, we're 50 years down the road and wireless actually is a thing that works perfectly because yeah. we're on 10 G or some <laughs> shit. Right. Um, you know, at, at that point, yeah, they might do that, but I, 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 I think we're still a long way away. Mm. So I think what we're looking at with, especially this perp, uh, purchase and everything else is uh, they're they're just building their library. What they're doing with you know Game Pass is they're becoming video games Netflix is what they're doing. They're they're yeah. getting a large library. They're losing, they're losing money on it. It's got to be a, more, a loss more, later. More people paying subscriptions. You know, at, at this point, yes. But I think as you get a bigger library, get more people putting subscriptions in, and they get a giant ca- stack of money. That's how then they figure out which developers get money is they can, they've got real time data as to what P 
people are playing. It's like, oh, this developer made a very interesting game. Let's give them money to make their next game. You know, that kind of thing. And that's how, you know, hopefully that drives some innovation and stuff. But, you know, I I, I worry about, you know, independent um, game designers and stuff, what they're going to do, you know, the smaller developers and everything else. But right now it definitely feels like it's, it's, they're building a, a juggernaut in a subscription based way of doing it instead of just trying to sell copies of the games. Oh yeah. And I think, I, I think Ty's got a point because I think they're, they're going to concede the console market to Sony and, and, and there will not be another Xbox as a pure gaming console, it will basically be a stripped down gaming PC. Yeah, I mean, the Xbox has been well, both systems. I mean, they become, I mean, that's the media center in my living room. I've got a smart TV with everything, but the Xbox tends to run smoother than my smart TV software. So most of the time, you know, if we're watching Netflix or Disney Plus or Hulu, we're turning on the Xbox and doing it. It's yep. already, it's already yeah. serving that purpose as, I mean, that obviously they had media center edition. When the hell was that? Yeah. 2002. Yeah. They've been so, heading this way for a while on that front. Yeah. in in so in this is what I mean by, by this Activision purchase. Like um, the thing that's kind of driving me crazy right now is that like, you know, I, I play with, or I work with a bunch of people who are like real big uh, play, PlayStation fans and stuff. And they talk about how, you know, Sony buying Bungie was just as uh, uh, industry changing as, as Microsoft buying Activision. And I'm like, no, no it's not. It's no. not. Bungie is one video game. They make one game. Now, don't get me wrong. That's a very, uh, it's a very well, I don't, I'm not real happy with the game right now, but it is a very popular game. It makes it makes Bungie a lot of money, but and they that make was, one game, and that was not a purchase. That that agreement, that's a mutually beneficial beneficial partnership. Sony didn't really buy them. Yeah. Bungie got cash infusion and technical support from Sony. Sony got access to their. Uh, game delivery systems because they wanted some of their technology for how they do things, especially microtransactions. And Sony got access to be able to make um, movies off the rights to their video games. So there's yep. probably going to be Destiny Netflix coming in the future. That's yep. what that that was not a purchase. That's a partnership. Yep. And in in the other thing with this is like I look at Microsoft buying Activision. It's basically like if uh, Mark, if McDonald's went out and bought Starbucks. Yeah. If 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 McDonald's went out and bought Starbucks and it's like, all right, so now we're gonna have Starbucks coffee in all of our in all in all the McDonald's. And soon they'll Starbucks. all be Taco Bells. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they uh, won the fast food wars. Demolition <laughs> Man joke, people. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got you. To, well, uh, I know we got some three shells. Three shells. <laughs> yeah, the, the three seashells, indeed. <laughs> I didn't know it was three shells. I just watched a video. I'm cutting you off again. I just watched a video saying Demolition Man predicted so many things in the future. It was it was ridiculous, but we'll have to talk about that sometime. <laughs> I, I'll make that a chick chat one of these days. There you go. All right, back to it. Anyway, that's that's all I wanted. To, that's all I wanted to comment about it. That, that I'm 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 a little frustrated by hearing people talk about how. Uh, the Sony deal is just as big as a Microsoft deal, and it's it's not even in the same ballpark. No. no. Um, now, um, and and I hear people say, "Well, uh, Bungie also they made uh, Halo," and I'm like, "They made Halo, and then Microsoft bought it." And I've way I understand it, everybody who was actually involved in the Halo process not even there anymore. No, they're all long gone. That was what, uh, yeah, Joseph fifteen Staten, years ago. Joseph Staten actually got. Uh, hired on at three four three to continue leading the development of the game. Yeah, that's probably why Halo Infinite's good, from what I hear. So, anyway, I think it's. I mean, I, I I haven't played it yet. I, I I've heard nothing but good things. I plan on picking it up. I'll probably pick it up on a Steam sale. Is what I'll do. So, hey man, the multiplayer's free. You can download it right now and play with me. The multiplayer's free? I did not the know because I don't know yeah. if you knew this, but hate's kind of a big thing in Halo. He's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so speaking of which, Halo, have, have you guys seen the Halo trailer? Yes. Halo series no. trailer? 
looks oh interesting. Oh, my God. <laughs> it gives me chills. I love it. I want it. I love it. I want it. I'm ready. Put it yeah. inside me. <laughs> <laughs> you always putting stuff inside you. Good God. <laughs> I didn't say where. It could be in my mouth. <laughs> not making that not making it better at all really wow when are we getting together for dinner <laughs> i'll buy the lobster um all right i guess uh we'll move on from there uh, dev news last week's show we bitched about the the patch 10 and the things that goofed up they put out two hot fixes well small patches a little bit of downtime, not much, that supposedly fixed things. I don't know of any uh, issues from that. Do you guys know of anything? I didn't catch any news. I don't even know what the... Was it, it yesterday that was a patch? I don't even know what they fixed. The SRV that, issue was one. Today was just a couple generic bullet points on stability fixes. Today's hot fix was. Did like, the SRV actually get fixed? I haven't read. I have not had a chance to test it. Uh, my favorite part of the patch notes is when they said uh, players will be happy to know that they'll be able to progress past the start menu. <laughs> so, so apparently just getting into the game is progression for some players. Uh, that's kind of sad, but they're working on that. And that's, I think, 10.1 was supposed to fix that. It didn't, but 10.2 did fix it. Hmm. I know I, we need some confirmation. I, I I haven't read too much news on that this week. Uh, that brings me to uh, tracks. You know, and we're talking about performance and stuff of the game. He brought up last week about testing. You know, uh, the AI and NPCs and stuff, and and doing a lot of uh, just data collection. We're we're trying to figure out what that whole performance thing is with Odyssey. Uh, because we don't know anybody else who really is doing any actual experiments. We, you know, I doubt FDEF is. But uh, Trax wanted me to just mention to everybody, uh, we do have a thread in our hardware channel for coming in and, you know, uh, screenshots of your FPS in certain situations. Tell us, you know, what was going on. Uh, if you can try to get a control first and then change something and do it again that would be great if we could use some kind of scientific method uh, to try to eliminate you know the variables to try to get an idea of what's going on because some people have some serious performance issues others don't which is weird and it doesn't matter which hardware people use they it, it's it's across the board um mm. you know, this, know this this really the weird thing about it too is that it's 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 really random how someone with a really badass rig will have some really bad FPS issues and someone with a medium rig won't have the issues and they have the same graphic settings. And it's like, and they'll have the same drivers and aside from like, you know, uh, CPU and memory and, and uh, GPU performance, like they're basically the same computer. And it's like, why it doesn't make any sense. Like for, even from an IT perspective, my brain is going, this makes no damn sense. Yeah, I, I I agree. I I don't understand it at all. It's it's really weird. Some people on potatoes don't have any real complaints, but me, it's just it's just because it's always run bad for them, so they they don't notice that it's running bad because it was running bad before. Whereas if you were running smooth before, and it's running like it is now at times, it's not all the time. It's we're trying to pinpoint what is happening. So I just thought I'd, I'd pass that along. Um, now, anybody have anything else before I, I'm going to pull a tracks where he talked about VR for like five minutes straight until his voice went away. I'm going to talk about CQC a little bit. So if anybody has anything to say before all of a sudden I just start rambling, let me know. Do it. Uh, Do it, yes. All right. So I went on a two-year grind Two years, no other grind in any video game is like this. I had the insane title in World of Warcraft. I am kind of notorious for my ability to grind stuff. I mean, I've got, I've now got all six elites, and I'm telling you, plant gunning is the second worst grind, but CQC exceeds that tenfold. Um, I'm going to go over the numbers on this a little bit, uh, what it took to get to elite. First off, people always will ask, you know, how many hours? 
I don't talk about my you know total hours in game. We don't need to talk about that, but we will talk about CQC. Six hundred and sixty-five hours it took. That's just in CQC. You couldn't have made it last one more. <laughs> I, I just, I know, right? Six 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 would yeah. have been would have been fitting. I could have, I could have just flown around and let people shoot me for a while. If if I'd uh, done the math ahead of time, I might have done that on purpose. But that that's that's how many hours it took. And CQC. <laughs> You can find shortcuts in every other grind. You know, you know the best place to go, um, you know, farm combat or find plants uh, to do the mercenary rank, uh, trade. You know, obviously, there, there's ways to get all of these and there's shortcuts. CQC, there's not. You just play. And those 665 hours, that's intense gameplay. There's no downtime except between matches. And from what I can tell, that... Time played in CQC is not sitting in lobby. That's in-game actually playing matches. Um, the number of matches it took, 4,503 total matches, 2,428 wins, 2,045 losses, and 30 draws. That <laughs> averaged about nine minutes a match. Uh, deathmatch, if it goes the distance, seven and a half minutes. A team deathmatch is 15 minutes. So... I think with that time and the number of games played, that average would be way higher if it counted the time sitting in the lobby. So that's why I think that it's it's legit 664 actual playing times. Uh, during that, I averaged five kills per match, which I think is rather impressive. Uh, my best streak was 22. I did that three times, actually. I got to 22. I just could not get a 23rd in a row. Um the total credits I earned, hmm. um, 21,226,000 credits. Wah, so wah. 21 million credits for 665 hours. That, if uh, you want the math, is 32,000 credits an hour. So definitely not a gold rush by any stretch of the imagination. Um, uh, reason I started doing this is... Uh, I had never played it. And then Ty was talking about it on the podcast, actually, that he's like, I, th I think it can be done. And I'm like, you're nuts. He goes, I think it can be done. And then I hopped in one Saturday, played some matches, got absolutely destroyed. You know, same people that are playing today. Well, Kutra was one. I haven't seen that play around in a while, but it was Blastered, uh, Musketeer, Lacutus of Borg, um, you know, all, all the elite players were playing the very first day I played. I swear, I don't think I got my first kill until I had died 200 times. And I just fell in love with it. Me and Ty started having a little competition. And I think, you know, we were even until the six, 700 kill mark. And then Ty had to step away for real life reasons. And I just kept playing for two years and then got to 22,000 kills, 22,500 kills, and hit elite. So with those numbers, I obviously have played a lot of, of CQC. So, and I obviously love it. If not for the bugs, I would love it a lot, lot more. These are my thoughts on CQC. Um, First, the, the biggest problems with it, A, call it CQC in the menus, not arena. Just do that. Everybody calls it CQC. We have the CQC Discord. We don't have the arena Discord. Just do that right now because people are confused sometimes. You know, they join our Discord and I mentioned, hey, you should play CQC. They're like, what's CQC? And I have to explain. You click on arena and then you go in. So either here nor there. Second, they've had a crash in the Condor in CQC basically since it launched. If you're playing in the Condor, you have a higher chance of crashing to desktop. You don't crash to menu or anything like that. You literally crash all the way to desktop. You send the report and everything else. What's funny about that is the Condor is the starting ship. So new players uh. are put in the ship that most likely is going to crash on them. So you go to play CQC your first time and you crash twice are you likely to go back? Probably not. I mean, simple fix, pick a different ship to start new players in. I, I don't know. How about we go down that road? But otherwise, just fix the problem. I don't know what causes it. I've noticed when we do our, uh, our 
squad night of CQC. We're all based in the United States. Well, we've got a couple Canadians. Let's yeah. go North America. I don't crash. We don't have a lot of crashes. There's an occasional, but nowhere near as often as when I'm playing with people from Europe. When like Gib is in there, he's he's in France. Stephen Gift is in France. Uh, Musketeers somewhere over there. There's a bunch of people in England. When I play with them, it seems to happen more often. So I think it's a networking thing of some kind. Don't know what it is. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. But if that helps anybody troubleshoot at all, good on you. Make it a, make it a thing. Other than that, I don't have any real. I only have one other real issue, and I'm going to get into that one a little bit in depth. Um, a lot of people on the forums always try to give suggestions. Um, you know, they they play a handful of games and they think they know how to fix CQC. Most of them bad. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you know, they, they want to add bots to CQC. If there was a uh, maybe a tutorial that you could go play and you could shoot some bots, but I don't think that should be towards the elite rank or anything like that. That that would be fine, but I. I, I don't think that that's a great idea. Another thing that a lot of people say is, is you know, you shouldn't let good players play with new players. I agree. But if you play any CQC at all, you'll know that there's never enough players to fill one lobby, let alone to also say, oh, no, people above a certain rank can't play with people at a lower rank. There just would be no games, period. Um, so th- that's... You know, I, I don't see those as quick fixes. The biggest problem with CQC, go ahead. I, I just want to comment on that that one part real quick. When they first launched CQC, the original thing behind, they actually were running a tournament, like way back when they first launched they it. was advertised it, yes. Yeah. So I think if they were to lean into that, then you would get more people to play it. And then that would allow them to do skill-based matchmaking yes. instead of whatever you get to whatever you get, you know? And I think yeah. that because if you don't have a large enough player pool, you, well, you, then you can't do skill-based matchmaking. So you gotta, you can't put the cart before the horse here. You know? Yep, so, I'll, I'll definitely get into that heavy coming up here. That's, you, that's, yeah. you, that, need that's a really, you need a really big player pool for skill-based matchmaking to work, though. Yes. You the do. biggest biggest single biggest problem is also tied to the small player base. It's a single player, uh, you know, I'm not I, I won't call him by name. He knows who he is. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. The guy who has more kills than anybody. You know, some people call him a no life basement teller. I don't believe that's the case. The guy just obviously loves to play it and he loves being the best at it. I have no real animosity towards him. He's legit being a good player. He's legit good at the game. My problem with him is, is sportsmanship. He, these are the kind of things he does. Uh, He has an alt that he plays on a regular basis. He's had a number of alts over the years. There's one that he plays on a regular basis. He resets it occasionally. And if there was matchmaking, you know, any kind of, rank-based matchmaking playing on his main would ensure that he would be teamed with newer players and that would balance things out by him using a low-ranked alt he can get himself matched with the top players on a consistent basis that just boggles my mind that he would do that he doesn't need to do that he could be in there with three noobs and still be competitive he will in team deathmatch Team Deathmatch will launch with an imbalanced lobby. If there's five players, it will launch the game 3v2. If there's seven players, it will launch the game 3v4. He doesn't do it all the time. I've seen him do it enough that I know he does it. I've I've talked to Scotty about it. If there's five people in the lobby, he'll leave before the game launches. The game launches 2v2, and then he rejoins 20 seconds into the match. So he's on the team with more players. That's just scummy i'm sorry Mm. why if you're the best why are you going on a team with more players wouldn't you prefer to be on the team with less players It, it just drives me nuts another thing he does is he'll be on that team with more players and he's got the power ups timed so precisely i mean i'm good at it he's mind bogglingly precise on it that one night that we were trying to take him on a bunch of us 
we had guys camping the power-ups, waiting for him to come back on, thinking that they could steal him. But if you're sitting there waiting for it to come on and then boost into it, he's coming in full speed and he's getting him anyway. It was, it's, it's insane. Now, I have no problem with that in a nice, even match. If you're on a team with more players, the power-ups should be a catch-up mechanism. But he'll be on a team, I've been in a match with him where I'm on a team with two people He's on a team with four people. He's looping power-ups with a lead of 16. That's just, that's not fun for anybody other than him. Which is why they should have power-ups randomly spawn in places. That's one solution they have. I, I fully believe that power-ups should just be a catch-up mechanism. If you're in a death match, the player in the lead can't grab the power-ups. You just fly through them. If you're in a team death match, the team in the lead shouldn't be able to grab them. It, so it, you want, I think it would make it like a strategy kind of, but would also have that kind of Mario Kart catch-up mechanism. Yeah, Mario Kart blue yeah. shells, which you want. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that, that's the way that I see. I don't think that needs to be a case. I think if people just weren't dicks, you know, you could have some fair play. But there's a, a fair number of people in the CQC Discord who still, you know, they'll be on the imbalance match and they just they just don't care. They're still grabbing power-ups. I personally will never grab a power-up if I'm on a team with an extra player. I just won't do it. I can't do it. If I'm in a game with a newbie player, you know, it, it, it happens. And I know pretty quick. And then I quit grabbing power-ups. And then I send that player a message on Inara and invite him to our server to come play some CQC with us. And then, you know, I give him that, 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 the new player, real quick, the two things that will help you as a new player more than anything uh, when you get in there, range on weapons, don't shoot until you get within range, and pip management. You, you know, if you're getting shot, four pips to shields will help you immensely, and don't start shooting until you're 600 meters out, as a rule of thumb. that it, it will improve your gameplay quite a bit. It's not going to get you beaten uh, beating the best players, but there, there's just that. But back to I said his name. God damn it. Um, <laughs> um, all of those things are fine and dandy if he's in games with all good players and they're evenly based matches. The way to fix this and the way to fix all of CQC's problems is more players. You just need more players playing. How do you get more players playing? Because with more players, be matched against better players. So at least there's some, the skill gap isn't so great. But these are my suggestions to FDev to get more players involved. Ty kind of touched on, on, on an idea a little bit ago. But first thing I would do, absolute first thing, is just 50 extra arcs a week and extra 100 arcs above the weekly uh, 400 you can get for playing CQC. Yes, you get people coming in just to farm their weekly arcs. At least that would give people trying to get elite somebody to farm, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it might also get some players falling in love with CQC and it would improve the player, um, the, the number of players playing. Guarantee you, also an extra 50 or 100 arcs a week, you would see a ton more people hopping into CQC. Second thing, lower the XP for elite. That grind is so long that, you know, a lot of people want to get that elite rank, but when they see how much it takes to get it, they don't even bother to try. It's, it's just an insurmountable hurdle. And that elite tag is a good carrot. Cut the amount of XP, I don't, I don't know, in a third. Make it, make it the same amount as it takes to get to legend, 1.6 million instead of 3.6 million. You know, I... I think that that would be it. At minimum, what they should do, if they don't want to do that, make the weekends triple XP or something so people can play on the weekends and, and get additional XP so they can go after that. Um, raise the credit payout a uh, hundredfold. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't think it's unreasonable if for me to have made $2 billion over the course of two years of gameplay. Multiply it times 100. And I think that that is perfectly fair that would you know that'd make be three million an hour you'd make playing cqc you're not going to get rich but at least there's some credits involved um make allow cqc 
I, I, BTS players might lose their minds. Make it another bucket of CQC influence because it's supposed to be an eSport. You could be gaining influence for your squadron by having people succeeding in CQC. doesn't have to be a lot, but something. Give, give it another bucket. If you're a large squadron that's filling up all your buckets, have this be another bucket that you can throw some stuff at. Just, just anything to get more players playing. And I don't know, one of the last things, maybe add some kind of cosmetics that you can earn for fighters, but you can only earn them in CQC, but then you can put them on your fighters in the main game, something along those lines. So just just some carrots to bring people in. All of this stuff is, is like has been like basic multiplayer online game design choices oh, yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. Just something to show it's got some level of attention. Yes. Yeah. None of that is new ground. Simple stuff, yeah. And and the final one is is a technical hurdle. Fucking crossplay. I'm just and and I don't even oh, need yeah. crossplay with consoles anymore at this point. Just put Odyssey and Horizons in the same freaking CQC lobby. I don't know why you can't do that. I mean, uh, you could just. I'm just saying they they didn't need to do the whole new Odyssey graphics engine and everything else. They literally could have if you. Uh, queued for CQC from Odyssey it logged you out of the game into Horizons, you know, CQC. It didn't need to... Uh, it, it hurts my head that a game mode that was divided into PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, then got divided into <laughs> PC Odyssey, PC Horizons, Xbox, PlayStation. They they just decided, ah, eh, we'll divide the community even farther. And that's why it's become even harder. I, I feel bad for anybody who wanted to try to get Elite going forward at this point because the player population is divided so much that finding matches was the real challenge for the last probably six months on, on this last home stretch of this grind. It was just finding matches. If I... I still was working my old job where I couldn't just take an hour or two every afternoon and play with the people in Europe, I'd be a year away from getting elite. I, I, it, it just is what it is. So that's, that's my take on all of the CQC stuff. I don't know if that's educational for anybody, but there you have it. It is a rare insight into that. Someone with so much time in that game mode that few people do. And he summed it all up in eight minutes. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. I said I'd do it in five. I lied. I'm really always rant. Come on. That's just a speech. Yeah. That's <laughs> a speech. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and everybody. Um, but I don't know what don't that know. is. Anybody have any, anything else for this show tonight, or are we going to end it on my CQC mm. rant? Uh, did you guys complain about the Corvette still being ugly? Yeah, he did. it's it's not horrible i will say some things are better but the little icon up front is dog shit so we're gonna get you a full-fledged hood ornament i I want to bring up one other thing real quick Uh, today or was it yesterday nam pesdel i have no idea if that's pronounced right or not a a member of our discord he came in and he admitted that he's been a lurker because he didn't want to (laughs) start talking in discord until he'd caught up on all of the episodes but he got really confused because he listened to episode 80 then he listened to episode 81 it was like a like a long time had gone by and he didn't know what was going on that was our april 1st episode our april fool's day episode that we pretended it was a year in the future and it was one of the funnest episodes we've and, done yeah and the fact Jane that we got out of some trouble yes and the fact that we tricked somebody <laughs> 10 months after the fact. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And if he's going to continue to like listen to the episodes until he catches up, we're mentioning him now. He won't, he'll forget that he said that. <laughs> and then he's going to hear his name mentioned on the show when he finally gets to this point. So it's February 3rd. Now let's uh, ch- check the date. When you, uh, when you hear this Nam Pesdel, anybody want to attempt that pronunciation? N-A-M-P-E-Z-D-E-L. Nam Pesdel. Nam Pesdel. And you made our week. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, Ty, you got a cheese? No. You got no, a beer? I got, no cheese. got a whiskey? I got no beer. I got no cheese. I will 
I will say that because uh, I've I've actually been sick for a few days. I either had a really bad uh, sinus infection or I had COVID, but Oof. I have no evidence I had COVID. So I got just similar I gotta, symptoms, but I'm vaccinated, so I'm not real sure. I don't I don't think I had it, but yeah. I got a I got a vodka to shout out shout out for uh, blame the bard. There you go. In his honor, it's a a reasonably priced Polish vodka, but it's spelled with a W. It's vodka. Vodka. It's cheap <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> what more do you need? Cheap and good. That's the way I like my. Uh, never mind. I won't say what. <laughs> and it strips the paint off Eastern European cars. <laughs> <laughs> and destroys livers. All right. Well, I don't know. Everybody, I guess, say bye bye. We'll end this this silliness, and we will be back next week. Uh, Tracks should be back at the helm next week. So those of you that you know. Uh, skip these weeks you won't hear that i just said that so it doesn't matter anyway and uh <laughs> I, I guess i guess uh you guys i'll see you in space and ty don't be a stranger yep all right I don't know it's been long, so. uh, yeah it's been too long all right let's yeah. try seeing if these bots uh, actually leave been too long that's what she said oh god oh that's what she didn't say <laughs> Did you did you know there's a professional pillow fighting league? I've seen that. <laughs> I'm starting to see that on Reddit. Like, I can't believe that's a thing, but it is a legit thing. Wow, I had no idea. 